It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Cricket Badger IPL Daily Podcast 2021. The Indian Premier League 14th edition. It's great to have you with us. From the first match all the way to the final. Chennai Super Kings, Delhi Capitals, Kolkata Knight Riders, Mumbai Indians, Punjab Kings, Rajasthan Royals, Royal Challengers, Bangalore, Sunrisers, Hyderabad. May the best team win. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Who Knows Wins Download our app right now from the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and play against your friends with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who Knows Wins? Put your money where your mates are. Who Knows Wins? In a league of their own. Hello, everybody. Welcome along. IPL 2021 Daily Podcast. I'm the Cricket Badger, James Butler. We've seen two cracking games again today. This IPL 2021 It's the gift that keeps on giving. Joining me to talk about all things, both of those games, and looking ahead to tomorrow, it's Abhishek and it's Samson. Sam, let's start with you. It's only right we do because RCB is your team. And they are now three from three. 204 for four. Took on 166 for eight. It never really looked in doubt towards the end. And David De Villiers, Glenn Maxwell were absolutely fantastic with the bat. True that, James. I mean, three and three is a dream start for us. I mean, uh, this doesn't happen. Being an RCB fan, we don't get to see games like this, and us getting off a start like this, it's I know it, it's really surprising. Uh, but they have that depth in their batting and depth in the bowling as well, and that's the reason that we were able to soak in all the pressure and you know come so far. It's it's lovely to see Maxwell and AB uh, playing the way that they do, and that destructive middle order is just paying off RCB really well, and it's given a lot of confidence to the other bowlers. So I'm just I'm just so happy about how we are doing. <laughs> um, Maxwell, 78 from 49. AB De Villiers, is there anybody better? Is there anybody better? 76 not out from 34. Massively destructive, took them to 204. And that always looked too much for the opposition today, Abhishek. You never felt Kolkata, despite the fact that Andre Russell had one of his days, it never looked like Kolkata were going to get across the line today. 
Yeah, I totally agree. I think bearing the first two overs when the KKR got that two wickets, right? Uh, I think they were never in the contest. I think the pitch was not very easy to bat on. It was not a very typical Chennai pitch, but it was still, I think the score was pretty par. If I have to talk about EVT, brilliant innings. I think only the two times when somebody has played pretty well at Chipok has been that person, right? Even in the first game and then now, right? So he was way ahead and I think uh, bearing Shubman Gill, right? When they were chasing. Apart from that, when then Daniel Kishan took a fantastic catch. I think they were never in the game, right? They were, you know, very far away and they were very poor in their bowling execution. And even the batting with all of the three struggling, like Morgan and DK and uh, the Russell, they were never in the game. Um, looking at uh, the performance today, Sam, RCB, I, I heard after the second win that that equaled their best start in an IPL, presumably three and three, means that this is the best start ever for RCB. Yeah, it has been, James. I mean, uh, if, you, if you, it is a, only once in the entire 12 years or 13 years, we won two match, two opening matches, you know. Other than that, it's, it's all a bizarre start, you know. In 2019 or something, we've lost close to six games. So I think this this is really surprising to uh, see, see RCB performing uh, this way and it gives us the first game winning against Mumbai was actually crucial because you didn't know what to expect out of this team. And the way they played against the defending champions uh, gave them a lot of confidence and that's paying off well. And the, even the last match against SRH, they played so well. It was never over until, until they were finished. So that, that's the confidence that Virat is building around and uh, kudos to Mike Hessen and uh, Simon Gattich for building that kind of uh, atmosphere in the team. The camaraderie looks great and that's why they've been performing so well. Everyone is given their roles and they're all performing well and it's, it's really good to see RCB doing so. It's a cliche, but you don't win tournaments at the start of the tournament. This start will count for nothing, will it, if they uh, peter out and run out of steam towards the end. But do you see this as being a different RCB this season? Do you think that at last Virat might get his hand on that trophy? That's uh, yeah, you're right in a way that you know you can't win you can't win a trophy if you win for you know in the beginning games, right? I mean we've seen that with uh, Punjab a couple of years back they did well in the start and they went all down. So you can't really assess in the first three games, but looking at RCB so far, they look like a really confident unit. That's what you need to go and win the trophy. You have, you've got to play your guts out, and that's that's how been that's how they're playing. Uh, they deserve to go to the playoffs and win, but. Again, in playoff, it's a completely different game. I'm not sure how well they can soak in the pressure of playing in the playoffs. Like M- Mumbai, they, they play so well under pressure. Uh, so you have only time will tell how, how they're going to perform, to be honest. Nakul Pandey has joined us as well. And Nakul, looking at KKR's response there, obviously chasing a big score today. We saw Nitish Rana, Shubman Gill, Rahul Patripati, um, Owen Morgan, Shaki Balhassan, Andre Russell all get to, well, roughly 20. Nitish Rana just short, but they all got starts, but they needed somebody to go on and get a really big score to contribute to them chasing that down and never really looked like getting there. Gil looked brilliant when he when, uh, at the start of his innings at Tripathi looked sprightly although he ended up with only a strike rate of 125 runs per, per 100 balls. Had it gone a little bit the other way uh, you know had Russell been able to get a boundary early in that over of Siraj it could have been a different story. It, it looked as though RCB worked out the pitch a little bit better than than the KKR players. Bowlers as well um, uh, I think uh, the, uh, at the tail end I think uh, RCB did very well throughout the innings. I mean it's very difficult when when you're obviously when you're bowling to Maxwell and uh, and A.B. De Villiers uh, in, in, uh, but I thought that uh, the KKR were not at their best towards the tail end of that uh, that innings and probably conceded maybe 15 runs more than uh, than might have been expected on on that pitch um, but KKR had to keep going for it and the intent was there throughout I think they were batters got out trying to do the, the right things uh, at, at all stages of the uh, of the innings but it was a it was a really very good performance indeed from, uh, from RCB almost everyone contributed Carl Jamieson was somebody that obviously went for big money in the auction 
And I wasn't quite sure. You know, his experience in India um, isn't huge, if, if at all. But obviously a very good bowler. But he's really hit the ground running for RCB and making a difference for them, isn't he, Knuckle? Yeah, to some extent. He was expensive a bit uh, a bit today. You know, still, I mean, he still picks up three wickets. And it was the, you know, wickets win games, don't they? Yeah, they do. Uh, I was really coming to say that. You know, he got the wicket of, of Shubman Gill, who'd started brilliantly. Uh, he got the wicket of uh, Pat Cummins. Got out, uh, got uh, Shakib Al-Hassan with the one that uh, bowled him around his legs. Struck a couple of meaty blows with the bat just to just to finish things off and help De Villiers get to uh, get RCB over the line. He's it's not going to be brilliant every game, and and the fact that he bowls at high pace means that if someone is timing the ball like Gill was today, then uh, uh, then it can be an issue. But uh, RCB bought him because uh, you know they they identified the kind of player they wanted they wanted a fast bowler who could bowl at, bowl at different stages of the innings particularly in the middle overs and uh, ideally someone who can who can bat powerfully as well and that's exactly what they got with Kyle Jamieson they had the money to spend on him same with the money they had the money to spend on Glenn Maxwell you know if you end up with a large purse going into the auction this is this is what you should do with it you should identify the kind of players you want identify who the best are in those in those areas and go for them and that's exactly what's happened I don't think they're going to be um, repackaging them and sending them back because I think both of those have uh, contributed very nicely so far for RCB. Abhishek, A.B. De Villiers, there's a question in uh, on my regular podcast. If you could be any other cricketer for a day, who would you like to get into the skin of and be able to play like? A.B. De Villiers would be my answer because he is just incredible. He can play shots and invent shots during an innings that nobody else can play. And it was uh, lovely to see him today. I agree with you. I think if there is one player, you know, across all the you know, teams, be it international or be it, you know, club cricket, right, or the IPLs, right? It's fantastic. He transcends the boundaries. He transcends the pitch. You know, every time you see him play, it's like he's playing on a different surface. If I was just, you know, some of the, you know, data, right? So he has a strike rate of somewhere around 200 plus against all the Mumbai Indians bowler, right? The team, we, you know, say that these are the death over specialists and one of the finishers, right? So if you see all the data, you know, he changes everything. The two chip-off finishes wherever the teams have either won chasing or, you know, had a very brilliant, you know, ending, right? like the RCB had today. Only one man was responsible. I think Maxwell played a fantastic innings, no doubt about that. But he's, you know, absolute genius, right? That, uh, especially the stroke that he played, right, in that Russell over, right, uh, when that condition low ball was there and he just, you know, flattered it, you know, around the wicketkeeper to the third man, right? It shows that uh, uh, he's a real 360-degree player and an absolute genius of the game. And uh, on his day, which... Ideally happens, you know, very regularly, like unlike the other players where we have to wait for a, you know, a blue moon, right? So fantastic. It was another close game, though. KKR just petered out in their chase today. Um, they needed 43 from the final six balls, so it doesn't go down as a tick against my list of games that have gone into the final over. But we're stacking them up in this competition, and KKR they fall to their second defeat of this IPL. They picked up two points from that opening win. RCB three wins from three games, and uh, net run rate obviously getting rather healthy. With with all of the winds stacking up. So Virat Kohli will be going to bed tonight with a big, big smile on his face. Blackratcricket.co.uk You've probably spent lockdown dreaming about scoring runs and taking wickets. Well, let Black Rat Cricket kit you out and take you towards success. Blackratcricket.co.uk They've got a swanky new website. And if you quote Badger when you check out, you can get yourself 15% off. Blackratcricket.co.uk Join the infestation. Let's move on to the second game of the day. I saw Delhi Capitals beating the Punjab Kings by six wickets. Ten balls left there. And another high-scoring game. It was 195 takes on 198 for Delhi Capitals in their reply. And 
I guess looking at that game, Knuckles, Shikha Darwin was key, wasn't he? That innings he played for Delhi kept them in the game initially, but also then took them on towards the finish line. Darwin was stunning. And I think very well backed up by Prithvi Shaw. We saw in the in the Punjab innings that it was Mayank Agarwal doing most of the uh, of the early running. Uh, the bit of it we saw, of course, because Sky switched over uh, <laughs> to the game uh, yeah. after. Yeah, let's just say that let's just underline that because who is in charge of the channels at Sky just use, you've obviously got a remote control you must have loads around in that Sky office flick it over to the other game for us please yeah that was bizarre uh, not great for an off-tube commentator I can tell you that much We uh, are, did, did, you, did, you, did you invent those first 2.1 overs uh, yeah the, the person who was on ball by ball comes for Guerrilla Cricket did a fine job uh, extemporizing from limited information but yeah once we got to see it the point of that was that unlike Unlike Punjab, Prithvi Shaw and Shikhar Dhawan both went at the same time and they've done that throughout this tournament thus far. And, and I think that show of intent is very important and it can be very intimidating. I think it did intimidate Punjab. It put the bowl, all of the bowlers really with the exception of Arshadeep uh, and a bit a little bit later the spinners, but certainly Arshadeep in the power play. They were spooked and they weren't sure what lines and lengths to bowl. Uh, it was best summed up a little bit later in the innings when uh, Shikhar Dhawan uh, made Riley Meredith look as though he genuinely didn't know where he was going to bowl next. It was a stunning innings from, from Shekhar Dhawan. And uh, it was the second highest chase that Delhi Capitals uh, have completed at the Wankhede Stadium. Samson, going to Punjab Kings, and they were poor, very, very poor indeed in their last game. They needed some batsmen to stand up and be counted today. And we saw KL Rahul, um, 61, and uh, Mayank Agarwal with his 69. And uh, Mayank significantly quicker. 191 strike rate to uh, KL's 119. They look a much better side when that opening partnership is firing. They're out cheaply the other day. They got to, uh, was 106 in their 20 overs today, making 195 for four. They may have lost, but at least they've got a few batsmen coming into form. Yeah, James. I mean, uh, if you look at their batting order, their top order looks sorted. That's where you get more runs from them, right? But in the middle order, it looks a little bit shaky, but yeah, it's, it's still fine. But I, I, just, I just don't understand the team composition. I, I don't know why you want to play Riley Meredith and Jairaj together. Maybe get someone like uh, Ishan Porel, who knows the Indian conditions really well, and maybe get a batsman in, maybe uh, Malanen, uh, who can really play, or even you, you can play with these kind of combinations. But KL Rahul should really get his game sorted. He needs to understand the composition of the team, and they should even their bowling looked all over the place. They need they need someone uh, along with Shami to actually be the wicket taking option. But they just look all over the places. They're not they're not doing the right thing. They are not bowling at the right lens, and that's why they're getting smacked. And they couldn't defend 185. I know it's a batting paradise but still it, I thought it was defendable but if, if they had someone to back uh, Shami up even he went he was ex- he was expensive today but if he had someone to complement his bowling I think they could have defended it they should really get their team composition sorted out and then they could be a really good team Arshdeep is a player that's impressing me did last season but he looks to have um, grown up even more um, in the uh, intervening five or six months Arshdeep Singh but yeah the, it was a little bit of a mixed bag Jarich and taking two wickets today will have given him a bit more confidence I was listening to one of the commentators Abhishek saying that he had a bit of a chat with Jai Richardson ahead of the game and Jai Richardson just kind of like rolled his eyes and said this is just relentless this is tough you know Jai Richardson's obviously a very talented bowler he's played for Australia for goodness sake coming into the IPL it's, it's a high standard isn't it yeah absolutely I think there is no doubt that Jai Richardson is a very talented player right he has uh, you know performed on a lot of big stages right uh, including the international cricket but I think IPL is a different ball game right we have seen a lot of you know world class pieces you know not being able to adjust right you can have aberrations like Malinga, Bolt, Boom but a lot of you know uh, pacers who are not able to even adapt. I think adaptability is key there. I think I was impressed with his bowling today, especially the way he you know uh, castled you know uh, Dhawan, right? So I do not have a lot of issue with him. I think he was decent enough today. One of the biggest letdowns.
breakdown that happened to Punjab today was their fielding and their, you know, the intent in the field, right? Especially that uh, after that stoiness no ball, right? Uh, in which, you know, he uh, he was just to be a no ball, right? And he was saved and then the free hit cut to the, and then after that, that shoulders totally dropped down. So I agree with the point that 195 though was not a very daunting total on this wicket, but it should have been not so easy, right? It was absolutely a mockery of the chase by Delhi Day. Uh, Right, capitals, right? So I agree with that. I think Jairus and I don't have a lot of issue with it. I think he was decent enough. But other Punjab bowlers, uh, especially, you know, Shami and uh, some of the spinners, right? I, and merit it, right? Especially that when he, you know, uh, got, went for three fours and then he bowled that wide, right? And out of that, three balls were on, you know, a leg stump ball, a short leg stump ball to Shikhar Dhawan, right? Who is, you know, motoring ahead at 180 strike rate. So I think these are some of the pages. I don't think Jai Richardson uh, could be blamed today. I think he was decent enough, at least for me. Uh, two things I want to talk to you about, now in this game one was the catch by uh, Deepak Huda and um, when he caught Rishabh Prant big skyer and um, went high into the air and uh, Huda got himself underneath it the first chance was pretty um, straightforward he spilled that one he then went for it with his uh, right paw before it touched the grass he flicked it back up with with that he went to his left and di- uh, kind of semi dive to try and get uh, both hands to it spilled it up again and then had to stretch out with another hand to catch it at the fourth attempt that was I don't think I've ever seen I've seen juggled catches before but but that was circus-like. It was he was catching under self-imposed stunt conditions. My favorite bit at the end was a well, there was two things. One, the TV director actually cut away from the final lunge with the right hand to the bowler, so we didn't actually see in real time whether he'd caught it, which uh, which was interesting. And then uh, the the final, he has the lunge with the left hand full stretch to knock it up in the air, essentially, and then clasp it the right hand. And even then, has to steady it against his body. He's falling. Um, he made a meal of it, and he uh, had the good grace to laugh about it. I loved his face when he got up and he kind of like put both hands in the air to, to claim the catch. It was uh, yeah, it was a nice touch that because it was an amazing juggle. Obviously, making a bit of a meal of a of a dodgy catch, but uh, yeah, Punjab were indisciplined today with the ball and in the field. Um, you know, three free hits. Um, you know, two in the same over to Marcus Stoinis. Uh, one of them actually taken away from a very good catch by Jello Saxena backward point. That was the ball I was gonna, next. The other ball I was going to ask you about because that was um, deemed to be above waist high, wasn't it? Was it Stoinis that knocked that one away? It was um, deemed to be above waist high, so obviously not out, given as a free hit. He smashed the uh, the next ball to the boundary, and that seemed to change the course of the game. That was a big decision, and I, looking at the replay, I wasn't totally convinced it was above waist high myself. I thought it was just... Only just, but just. You know, fine margins, but also you probably shouldn't be bowling a waist-high full toss. Um, it, and it depends what which player it is as well. I mean, Stoinis is quite a tall fellow, isn't it? I mean, Simon Cowell wears his uh, trousers or his jeans right up to his kind of armpits, doesn't he? Does that cast as your waist? Where did your waist go? If you're pretty sure, for example, who's only about two inches high, his waist is quite low down, isn't it? You do adjust it for the height of the batter like you do with a bouncer. The, that, that's part of it. But yeah, I thought it, looking at the replay and it was looking quite intently, I thought it was just above waist. It certainly didn't appear to be obviously below waist height at, at any point. And, you know, maybe a little bit unlucky, you say, but it was a poor delivery that Marcus Stornis missed out on. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. And it, it was um, that delivery, though, that decision just changed the complete... I mean, I always felt that Delhi were in charge of that chase at that stage, but it made the chase go from maybe a little bit nervy to pretty comfortable they, they just started to hit the fence from there on pretty much um, I think it took away I think what it did was it took the last realistic chance that Punjab had of winning the game away from them because the next ball goes for six suddenly you've gone from a situation of a wicket to you've got the one for the no ball then the six uh, and suddenly it becomes a lot more damaging I mean in the end they could have even finished earlier because 
had Jalad not taken that catch, he probably would have gone for four and the game would have ended three balls earlier. Uh, with, the, with the bowling, I thought that Jalad Shiksanya and Deepak Huda did a decent job of keeping, keeping a lid on things. I think the, the two off spinners to the left-handers kind of worked up to a point. Jared, listen, you got that slower ball, that dipping slower ball in again. The, remember, he got Butler with a brilliant one in the in the Punjab Kings Rajasthan Royals game. And there was another good one again, the uh, the slower ball Yorker to get rid of uh, Shekhar Dubbin. So there's a threat there. Riley Meredith just hasn't worked out what he wants to do with the ball. Mohamed Shami's last over was poor. And I think I think the earlier they can bowl out Shami, he's very good in the power play, but I'm not sure he's of much use to them at their death. And Arshdeep Singh's having to do a lot of heavy lifting at the moment with the ball. Um, I'm just not sure where they go with the bowling, to be honest. Yeah, that that defeat for Punjab Kings leaves them, uh, well, in seventh place with only SRHC, who haven't won a game yet in the competition beneath them. Delhi Capitals, though, after a defeat in the last game, will be very pleased with their, themselves that they've got back to winning ways and uh, notched their second win of this IPL. They go into second place behind RCB, who are now at top of the table. Who knows wins? Put your money where your mates are. There's over 25,000 players and over £1 million already won. The biggest community pot was £31,000. And there's over 12,000 leagues created. Download our free app and play against your friends and family with bragging rights and real money on the line. Who knows wins in a different league? Abhishek, um, Rajasthan Royals is your team. Um, you've not been on the podcast because you've been a little bit poorly, so I'm pleased you're better. Rajasthan Royals, I'm, you know, I'm not sure about them this season. You know, they finished bottom of the table last year in a very condensed, compact table. How, how have you seen their first two games? Are you happy, sad on a scale of one to ten? How happy are you with ten being delirious and uh, one being devastated? I think uh, as a fan, right, I am as a, on a neutral level, right, because it's been, you know, two games, right, a bit contrasting results. Uh, but I agree with you, right, that the, the team doesn't look very, very settled, right, especially after, you know, the departure of Ben Stokes, right. I still believe that the team, uh, you know, uh, has some issues, right, especially with no Archer and Ben Stokes, so they are, you know, already, you know, two big wickets down. Too much over-reliance on, you know, special innings, like in the first one, they would not have been in the game had Samson not played, you know, out of its mind. And second, if you talk about it, it was like a sensational innings, right, from Chris Morris, right. So, ideally, uh, even if we see about uh, the teams that have, you know, ideally not performed very well in the IPL have been teams, right, which are not not, uh, which are you know totally you know, dependable or two three like RCB on EBD and Kohli right and some other players like the teams like Sunrisers and Mumbai Indians have you know distributed you know responsibilities so I think that's a concern right uh, it depends a lot on magic uh, middle order looks very very brittle right uh, a few, you know, uh, big concerns also with the spinning department with, you know, Shreyas Gopal not being at his very best, right? So I would say I would rate somewhere around five to six. I hope that uh, with Butler at the top of the innings, you know, playing that role that generally uh, Warner takes in from the Sunrisers, I think it depends a lot of him, right? And uh, from there, I think everyone, you know, starts pitching it. And I think as or not, it looks like a very much over-reliance on, you know, Sanju Samson and Butler. And if others can start to, you know, control, contribute, right? Like they were did last season, right? So sorry, as of now, I would say it's a very mixed bag. I'm not the very happy neither very sad but yeah definitely improvements are needed so around 5.5 5.53 1 recurring to be precise um, <laughs> yeah. CSK against Rajasthan tomorrow Knuckle is it too early to say that this is a battle of, of who's going to finish bottom of the table I am I know CSK played better in their last game but I think they're so hit and miss I have got no faith in them whatsoever and I have not 
been particularly impressed by Rajasthan just yet. I mean, Rajasthan are obviously missing key players and it was always going to be about how long and how competitive they could be while Archer was unfit. Um, to an extent, that's uh, that's even more the case with Ben Stokes, although I still don't think that Ben Stokes is an elite T20 player. Chris Morris, um, in sort of football cliche parlance, started to repay some of his transfer fee uh, the other day. And certainly... You, you, you told me I wasn't allowed to mention that. Anymore. You brought, you're the person that brought it up. I, the thing is, it's just never, It's just even when I don't want to talk about it, I've no option. Um, but 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 Chris Morris was was um, was very good the other day in the final stages of that innings, uh, and I think that's a that's definitely a, a positive. Um, not quite sure why Shreyas Gopal was left out. I think he's a good bowler uh, who uh, who could do some could do some damage. You know, can they stay in the game long enough? For, can they stay in the tournament long enough? Kind of in and around there for Archer to come back and make a difference remains to be seen. I think there's more to Chennai than there was last year. But to be honest, uh, I think there's more intent in the batting. They need to quite need to work out exactly what the opener situation is. I'm not sure Rutheraj Gekwad is the answer. He's not an opener in domestic cricket. Uh, tends to bat in the middle order. Would like to see either Jagdishan if you're going to go for an overseas player, or you uh, you know you put Raidu up the order and uh, and bring in an extra overseas an extra uh, bowler maybe. But uh, uh, there's a few little team combinations thing. I think that. Rajasthan have a lot of work to do to to stay competitive as, until Archer's back. I think Chennai will be one of the teams fighting for those final playoff spots. I don't know if you saw the video they released from the Rajasthan camp. Um, I don't know if it was last night or this morning, saying goodbye to Ben Stokes and basically thanking him for hanging around for two two extra days because some people might have been tempted to go straight home. They made it out in the press release that he was going to hang around and almost act as a coach mentor. He's got on that plane as quickly as he possibly could, hasn't he? Well, I think that was the plan until they realised he needed surgery. And then he's gone back to England. I think the plan was to, for him to stick around for a couple of games, at least, if not the full tournament. But uh, circumstances have forced otherwise. And I'm sure that, um, you know, I think Stokes will be one of those guys who, I know England have had to tell him to stop training at certain points or stop training quite so hard. He is Wait. one of those who wants to do everything he can. But I think once he looks at it in the cold light of day, I think he will be glad of the time at home come later this summer uh, and the India Test Series, which is expected to be the first international cricket he's fit for. Yeah, he's got a huge amount of cricket in front of him. So, uh, yeah, get well soon, get fit soon. Ben Stokes, and you wouldn't want to be a brick wall next to Ben Stokes because he will run through you all day long because that's the kind of cricketer he is. Finish off with um, Samson. I'm looking ahead to this Rajasthan Royals CSK game tomorrow. How do you see this one? Do you see AGC CSK as being, as Nackle suggests, a bit better than last season? And Rajasthan Royals, how have you been impressed with them or not? Uh, to be honest, both teams, uh, you know, they look, they seem very similar to me. You know, both, if you look at CSK, they look much stronger side from the from the last year uh, because D- Deepak Chahar has been bowling really well. We saw him in the last match. Chadul Bakur is going for a few a few runs, but he's still a wicket taker. And again, especially with the uh, addition of Raina, their their batting looks really good. They just need to get their bowling combinations right, and I think they're a team who can get into the playoffs. But Rajasthan, you know, losing Archer and uh, Ben Stokes, I don't think they're going to find a replacement for them as good as uh, Ben Stokes or Archer. So it would be difficult for them to cope up in the tournament because it gets really competitive after the seven games. The mid middle is where it gets really competitive. So I don't see Rajasthan going. You know, all the way, but I Chennai they surely have the potential to reach the playoff. Is what I feel. So tomorrow, ga- tomorrow's game mostly it could be CSK might have a little bit edge over Rajasthan Royals. So you're going to go with CSK Abhishek. Who wins it? Just the team name from you. Who wins it? CSK or Rajasthan Royals? Rajasthan Royals and Knuckle. As I find the mute button, CSK. CSK for you. So, yeah, going to be an interesting game. They've all been fantastic games so far. We are spoilt this season in the IPL. 
Just one question to before we finish um, today. We saw Chris Wokes bowling a no ball in the death overs. We saw Punjab Kings doing the same in in return, which, as Nakul suggested, cost them dearly with the the free hits, etc. There's no excuses there, Nakul, for bowling. You, you you're given the ball in any over in a T20, but particularly in the last few of overstepping. It is something that international teams and England were very good at this of not bowling no balls Chris Wokes in particular I think Chris Wokes actually took the longest time between his test debut and bowling his first no ball in recent times England once went two and a half years without bowling a, a no ball a foot no ball in uh, in a one day international match the penalty of the free hit is such a punitive one that it's one of those marginal gains that you can that you can iron out. I don't know exactly if it. I don't know if it's just not pushing the crease line as hard. You know, the the height no balls are a little bit different. I mean, those are I think probably more excusable than the than the um, the front foot no balls. Yeah, because with that you're rolling your hand over the ball. It just comes out a little bit wrong, and it comes out at the wrong trajectory. But overstepping something you can control, isn't it? I think so. I mean, some bowlers do have no ball problems, but it is something that the bowling coaches I'm sure will be looking at to try and make sure that those don't happen because we've seen a few and they can be um, I don't know, free hits don't have as high a strike rate as you might think sometimes but uh, I think they can be very um, they can be very damaging to teams thing that you can it's something that's more in your control than than other things Samson when you're basically looking at your team you're going into a t- T20 particularly in a tournament like this where we've seen a lot of very close games and a lot of games have gone into the final over every run matters doesn't it and if you give away um, a no ball plus the, the runs that you concede from a free hit they add up don't they and they can cost you true that I mean giving a no ball that means you're giving a free hit so basically that gives you a, you know a free option to go uh, go and hit and that, that kind of boosts the confidence also I mean the previous game against SRH when Ashil Patel bowled that no ball I was actually worried that you know this this might be the turning point and this might mess our uh, this, this might mess our chances so it's really crucial you know that you stick to your gut and make sure you do the basics right at, at this point of time you know because it's a pressure situation and you do something it, it might cost dearly and and right now you know it's being really monitored right now if you look at all the no balls that is being monitored by the term but you, you get a lot of no ball signals also which is not seen by the umpire present on the ground. So I think it's it's the bowlers must try to do their basics and try to not overstep and just do their basics. Yeah, that's a good point there, Abhishek, isn't it, that Sam makes that now they're watching it from uh, upstairs on the TV, you're not going to get away with a no ball. You know, you go back a few editions of the IPL, if you overstep just, the umpire might miss it, you get away with it. Nowadays, you just can't do it. So just bring your foot back off, you know, half a foot, that's all you need. Make sure you're behind that line. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it's a... Uh... Good invention to the game, right? I think uh, there were cases, right, many times when put fault no ball was, you know, not recorded, right? So I think it's a good invention to go home. And I totally agree, right, uh, with the discussion that happened, right? Uh, probably, you know, slipping off that ball from the hand, especially due to due or due to some reasons, right? Still, you can, you know, consider that as a, you know, manual error, right? And it's okay, it happens in the game. But I think the foot fault no ball is, you know, a very criminal offense as of now, right? Especially, you know, critical moments that have, we have seen that sometimes the moments like this, you know, change the game. So I think it's a critical in- intervention. I think uh, one of the next intervention that can probably should happen is that when that uh, referral, the Empire DRA system, you know, goes against the, goes in the favor of batsmen, right? And still that ball is, you know, considered a, a dead ball or a, you know, no ball. It's still, even if the, in the case, it has, you know, run away to the boundary. It's a leg by arbo. So probably I think this is one of the good uh, changes that had happened, right? And uh, footfall uh, no balls are, I think, ideally criminal, right? I think as at that level, you should not do that. You certainly shouldn't. And uh, in a tight competition like this, he's turning into every single run matters. Abhishek, 
Knuckle and Sam, thank you for joining me today on the Cricket Badger Podcast IPL Daily. It's been a terrific weekend, seeing wins today for RCB and DC as RCB go top of the table. Three wins from three. They are the form side, the team to beat in these early stages. Will Verat Coley get his hands on that elusive trophy in 2021? Thanks to Who Knows Wins for the support of these podcasts. Thanks to you for listening. I've been James, the Cricket Badger, and I'll see you again tomorrow. Brought to you in association with Who Knows Wins, put your money where your mates are, and play along with the Cricket Badger. Thanks for listening. We'll be back every day throughout IPL 14. Have your say on Twitter on at cricket underscore badger. We'll see you again tomorrow. Podcast Network.